Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Best Life Cafe. My name is Kathy Anello. I'm the author of the book, Six Months to Live, Making Each Day Matter. Today, with my co-host, Carrie Butler, owner of the L.A.-based consulting firm, Emergency Cafe, and forgiveness coach of Ho'oponopono. And we just wanted to give a quick shout-out to all the people in New York who are just kind of reeling from another event that has taken us back and taken us back to a step where we just have to look at life every day and wonder you know, what's important and what matters. And Carrie and I both specialize in this, and so I just want to shout out Carrie, good morning, and I want to welcome Tara Ledoux, author of the book, Came to Believe, A Journey of Trust, Faith, and Perseverance. Tara is a social media expert. Her book came out this week. She already has amazing reviews. This book is amazing. I love this book. Such a good, uplifting read. What a magical book of spiritual growth. Going to read it again. Beautifully written. Really, in in a week's time, uh, you're just getting these marvelous, marvelous reviews. And so we're so excited to have Tara back. So good morning to both of you guys. And I'm really excited to dive into conversation today. Good morning. Well, good morning. (laughs) So Tara, let's let's go right to the title of your book, Came to Believe. Why don't you explain to our listeners what that means to you, Came to Believe? Well, for me, it's it's the beginning of the second step of the 12-step program, Came to Believe in a Power Greater Than Ourselves to Restore Us to Sanity, uh-huh. and I'm a grateful member of Al-Anon, so um, Al-Anon is a program, a 12-step program for friends and family of alcoholics and addicts, so that step is really kind of what brought me to my knees um, when I was working, when, well, I'm always working my Al-Anon program, but when I was working step two, Came to Believe, I just thought it was so powerful and um, it's just also kind of the uh, kind of the mantra for when I had my accident on the beach. That was kind of when I surrendered and came to believe that there was something outside of myself that was going to restore me to sanity. So that's kind of well, that is not kind of that is how the title came about. Yeah. Oh my God! Just to hear that that I would have never thought that was the reason for your title, but I absolutely love it even more now. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It was funny because I did a call. I oh, when I called into Doreen's radio show, um, she asked me what the title of my book was. And I told her, and she's like, "Wow, that is such a powerful title." Oh, well, so thank you. <laughs> let's let's talk about. Yeah, that Doreen. was a cool. Go ahead, Carrie. Oh, go. I was going to say that was a really cool. I I love when you told that story. I I that's a really really great great story. I mean, how, you know, like how many of us call in, you know, Hay House Radio or whatever, just like, oh, I want a reading or whatever, but you yeah. you knew you were going to get through, right? And, like, I just, yeah. I think that's just yeah. so cool. I think that's so cool. Yeah. Thank you. So, so yeah, let, Kath, let, you want to talk about Doreen? Huh? You want to talk about Doreen? Yeah, I said, I didn't know, I didn't know that I know that story that you guys know. I want to know that story about Doreen and the phone call. It's in the book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, basically, I um, I had called into her show one time before, a year before on my birthday, and her equipment was broken, as I guess often it is broken. And uh, then the next year, I was telling my friend, you know what, 
you know, I bought my ticket to Hawaii. I bought uh, my hotel in Hawaii for the online or for the writer's course. And so all I need is my ticket, my Hay House ticket. And so I was like, I'm going to call her show and see if she'll gift it to me. And I called my friend. I'm like, what do you think about this? She's like, I think you're fucking nuts. And I was like, I'm going to do it. (laughs) I like put the phone number in my phone. I actually put Hay House, pick me, pick me, 1111, which is funny because today (laughs) is uh, 11-1. And I put that pick me, pick me, pick me. And so that was just scrolling across the phone as I was like on hold and I got through and then she had time for one more caller and she picked my line. And then I just told her that I was writing a book. I wasn't too sure of how to even really go about it. I just started writing. I didn't know the whole book proposal process. I knew I wanted to be a Hay House author. And so she uh, gifted me the online writer's course. Mm. Yeah. So the writer's course um... I've done the writer's course, which I loved. And yeah. uh, so you self-published your book. I also self-published my book. And it is really a process. Um, and I know you're super excited to have this sort of baby in your arms now because it is such yeah. a labor of love when you're writing a book. Plus, you're, you're not only are you writing and publishing your book, but you're also marketing for your book. And you are a social media expert. We love that about you, Tara. And it's very inspiring. And in your book, there's a part where you posted a picture of you and Doreen Virtue at the same party that Carrie and I were also at. You uh, guys were? Oh, my God. 2015. And so I'm looking through your book, and I've seen this picture, and I know that we were there because Carrie and I have a picture of her and I. Carrie, I don't know if you can pull that picture out, uh, but it's Carrie and I and another girl with Doreen in the butterfly costume. So I found it fascinating that you included that picture in your book. Uh, well, that picture is what I... I was going to say that picture That picture is what I use for my marketing on my Instagram account for the longest time. That picture of her and I was my profile picture, and that's what really gained a lot of people to have trust in me with seeing me photograph with her. So, mm. Marketing, marketing. Very good, very good. <laughs> but uh, it was a yeah. lovely party, and it was a uh, magical week. I met Carrie at that event. That's how we met. And so it's like I I really resonated in your book when you were talking about, you know, that you were going, you had all these friends that were online. How do I tell my family? How do I explain this to people? I've been in that same situation because when we make these really deep connections in these groups and online groups and then in person you spend time together, it is magical because we're vulnerable together you know, and groups mm-hmm. and online and gives you that little edge to be able to say, I can kind of share myself here without, like you wrote in your book, without judgment, without anybody, you know, trying to change who you are. So I really love that you included that. And I was like, I so resonate. And I think a lot of people resonate with your book. Uh, so your first yeah. post was that. And, and then how did you move into becoming such a master marketer after that? Because it's really fascinating that you have sort of just grown yourself on online presence. Yeah. I mean, I just, uh, I have a marketing degree, so I think my mind works that way anyway. Although when I got my degree, social media was not around back in uh, 1998. Um, so, uh, I just, I just started, uh, trial and error, trying stuff, Googling stuff on what works. And I 
worked really hard at it every day. I mean, also, too, I was on several medical leaves from all the foot surgeries and breaking my ankle. So that's what I did all day. I just grew my account. And it's interesting because it really does take time because now I'm so busy helping other people that I don't even grow my account anymore. And you can, you can tell, like, it hasn't grown much in the last year, maybe a couple thousand where before, I mean, I was growing way more than that, and it's because I just don't have the time to do it. So it's it's definitely a, a full-time job, you know. Yeah, I do know. I think that that's, yeah, I think that that's one of the, um, oh, God, you know, like the fallacies. I don't, well, fallacy may be not it, but, you know, like you, you said that you had called in, and I remember at that workshop, um isn't that crazy though that we were there and you know we were talking with yeah. somebody oh one of our other um guests uh was Shelly um yeah yes yeah it was so crazy and um anyway but I remember so specifically Doreen and Radley saying you know talking about if you really wanted to be a Hay House author like the numbers mm-hmm. really matter and that right. they really you know that's what they're looking at and I know for me it's like uh, like it, it does. It takes so much time to do this, and mm-hmm. it's yeah. almost like it's it, you know if you have a full time job, then you also have two full time jobs because you've got to make sure that you you know are posting as well for your job rather right. than you know. So I get it. I totally get it. So listen, <laughs> yeah. Miss Tara, here's my real question: yeah. what what made you decide to write this book? Uh, you know, I've always, wanted to, <laughs> I've always wanted to write a book and I started writing a book in my twenties and like back then I was still in a lot of like victim mentality. Like, why did I get put in this home? Why did I grow up with alcoholism? Why did all this stuff happen to me? And it wasn't really a positive portrayal. And I, I stopped writing it and I don't even know what happened to it. And then I just got to thinking like when I took, when I went to Angel Intuitive course, that's when it really hit me because like seeing like. Doreen up there and reading some of her books. I was thinking, Dad, you know, I've always wanted to be an author. I can do this. And I thought, you know, the best place to start is a memoir. I kind of feel like to get your story out there so people know who you are. And then as I started writing it, the more honest and honest I became. And obviously, you know, taking Gabby's Spiritual Master Masterclass, she really taught me just to speak from the highest truth and compassion with authenticity. So I just was completely mm-hmm. honest. And it, it's been incredible, the response. To it and also the healing that is happening after the book has come out with my mom because my mom has read it and she decided to read it again. Um, <laughs> so oh, it's, wow. it's been really, it's been really, uh, really beautiful. I, I'm I'm really happy that that the response from her was as positive as it was because I didn't let her read it before I published it. I was like, okay, I'm just putting the book out there. As most people know, the book has a lot to do with our journey with her alcoholism and me growing up in that home. So there's a lot of stuff probably in there that she doesn't want. She maybe didn't want people to know. And I obviously didn't go into a lot of detail about the things specifically that happened, but um, yeah, she, she has responded you know, really well, which has made it a lot easier for me when the book came out because I was a little worried about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the truth is, is that it's not really about what happened, right? It's about what happens on the other side and, and how you, you know, how you, how you make it on the other side and, and the growing and the spiritualness. 
So how did you um, – so I know that when we gave you the dates for this show, which, you know, mm-hmm. would show you what, when you wanted to do it, you chose this specific date. Um, <laughs> and so – and I know – so I want you to tell everybody, like, why, and then tell us how you, you know, came about finding the Spirit Junkie course and, like, what really that, that's how – that's, how that has helped you on your journey. Yeah, so, uh, well, actually, 911 was the first angel number I started to see all the time. I don't know if that's because, like, I had to dial 911 when I hurt myself on the deep that day and got taken away in an ambulance. But then I started seeing 111, and then I started seeing 1111. And, uh, you know, that 1111 and 111 basically means to keep uh, keep your thoughts positive because they're manifesting. So even, like, what you're thinking in your head and, right. and what you're saying needs to be aligned because that's what's going to manifest through your um, divine relationships. And then also I had learned last year that it was Gabby Bernstein's birthday on 11-1. And I was like, oh, how funny. Her birthday is on 11-1. No wonder, man. That chick is like a, a force, you know. So I just was like, when you guys see me the dates, I'm like, let's do it on 11-1. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the the Spirit Techie Masterclass, I mean, it. It's incredible. Everyone's at level two right now in Kapalu, and I'm having, like, serious FOMO. here of missing out Aww. because I'm not there. So I went last year, and I, I just – this year I decided I was going to pay off my car rather than go again. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's just a great course. It really kind of uh, breaks things down and gets you to figure out what your core limiting beliefs are beliefs are that are keeping you from doing what you're meant to do in your life purpose and how to work on that so you can kind of overcome it and that's like exactly what I did like I went to that course and I was totally raw and open and willing willing for anything to happen with no expectations and that's kind of what happened you know it just it just is a really it's an amazing course for anyone who is looking to um build their own spiritually based business. It, it doesn't even have to be a spiritual based business, but it's, it's really a lot of what holds people back is themselves. So it helps you to figure out what that is and to overcome it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's so cool. I'm a huge um, fan. Yeah. <laughs> huge fan. Yeah. I yeah. Know. She's, she's changed she's a so lot amazing. of people's lives. It's she really it's has like, yeah. So I know Sarah, it's like sometimes I, I feel. Go ahead, I was just gonna say sometimes I feel like I have like a total girl crush on Gabby Bernstein. <laughs> I talk about her all the time, and then I like have to rein it back and put myself on a Gabby detox, and then I like get get back into it. I'm like, oh, go, go Gabby, go Gabby. Then I'm back on a Gabby detox, but yeah, I mean, she. I just can't thank her enough for what she has done for my life, and especially the stuff with my mom. I mean. My, for my mom to see somebody like her supporting me in this journey, it kind of has made things more real for my mom that this really did happen to me, um, you know, in our childhood. Because a lot of times with, you know, alcoholism, you forget a lot of things that have happened. And so it, mm. it has really helped our relationship, too. I, I really I really want my mom to meet Gabby. I hope someday she can. So. Mm. Wow, Tara, I mean, you really are, you know, Brutally honest in your memoir, which I think is probably one of the most important components of when you're writing a memoir because people learn 
and people can relate, and many people can relate to your story particularly. Um, I, I mean, there's so many places I can go with this book because you do break down sort of a whole entire journey of how you sort of evolved from what happened in your childhood to kind of where you're sitting right now today being, you know, on your way to being a best-selling author. But I wanted to circle yeah. back to the part about um, the healing that came from it. And I was reading through part of your book about, you know, when, for those of us who have entered the writer's workshop and not one, and then there's people who have one, and I've been in the, lucky enough to talk to everyone, uh, it, it is the minute you don't win, it, you said you kind of put the book away for a minute, and I remember doing the same thing until my friends urged me to finish it. But uh, bringing it after that, you realize that it isn't about winning the contest. It's about mm-hmm. getting the, the uh, like you said, the motivation and the healing, like the motivation from, from Gabrielle's spirit junkie, and then the writer's workshop gives you that avenue to sort of put it out there, and, and then you come back to it. So you came back to it, and you wrote here, which I love this line, it said, rejection is God's protection. Because really what mm-hmm. it turned out to be is that by mm-hmm. you going to the writer's workshop, not winning and taking that step to self-publish it, self-market it, and really just get a message that's out there to help people uh, mm-hmm. is really what that's all about. It, it, it's not about the $10,000 marketing contract that you win from Hay House. And I really got that when I read this because you said so many other gifts and miracles came out of this process. And I really have that exact same experience. And it becomes more about read this book and know that you can do it. You know, you can mm-hmm. become a self, you yeah. can yourself. So I just wanted to acknowledge that part of the book. And you said uh, your higher power certainly had other things in mind for this memoir. And mm-hmm. I think the healing with family um, was a yeah. big part of that. So if anything else that sort of came out of this process for you um, that you want to share with us? Well, I just think like, you know, so many people do not win that contest. And yeah. out of those more people, people don't do win, win than do win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many of them don't even follow through with their dream because they didn't get Hay House's stamp of approval? I mean, I still obviously love Hay House. My aspirations are oh, still yeah. to be a Hay House author. Like, I'm not giving up on it. But there are other right. ways to get things done and get your story out there. And, and self-publishing your book is, is just amazing because you learn so many crazy things about it like the whole Amazon create space process I mean it's just like wow everything is in your hands you have complete control over everything you know and then just to do it all on your own and not having a big back big publishing it's funny because you know when I talked to Gabby about this she said to me if anyone can self-publish their book it's going to be you like you're going to be able to do it because you've got the you know I mean she didn't say this but I'm assuming this is what she thought because I have the a little bit of a social media presence. I have the marketing background. I have the will and the desire to heal and to help other people. Um, so, right. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just been incredible. I mean, obviously too, like some stuff came out with my dad with the healing where he wasn't aware that I, uh, that I was a survivor of incest. He didn't know that that was happening um, to me in my childhood. And so he had given me a call and he, had felt terrible that this was going on and he, you know, apologized for not being there. I mean, just so many beautiful things have 
come out of the book. And then the reviews. I mean, just like reading these people's reviews. And I, did, I didn't pay anybody to write these reviews either. <laughs> but, like, they are so good. I mean, these reviews are so good. And I'm just like, I can't – I mean, right. I keep saying I can't believe it. And I need to stop saying that because the book of thoughts came to believe. But, like, it's just, it's just incredible how much it's helped. I just wish that I had – you know, more of a platform to get it out there. Like, I mean, I drop copies off at the Pasadena Public Library and they're going to put it in three libraries. Like, I'm willing to do whatever I can to get the book out there, even if it means I'm not going to make a lot of money off of it. I mean, you don't make money writing books. We should just be clear about that. Like, I'm I'm still recuperating the cost that I put into it, you know, from selling it. Like, I'm still halfway to go. I was just telling somebody... Contrary to to popular belief, you do not get rich writing a book. Uh, but yeah. I did want to touch part of your book that I really loved, and I, I, if you don't mind if I read just a little bit of this, because I yeah. really yeah, read this. And you said, the first miracle from writing this book was telling my truth for the first time. I was completely vulnerable in this book, even at times when it hurt badly, and I was scared shitless of what my family and readers might think. And then one's authenticity is so vital today. If you can't shine in your radiance, if your aura can't glow the way it wants to, what is the point of this life? And that's really a message that I totally believe in because I think that um, when you get to your authentic self, you get to shine. And so I really love that. that, that yeah. So, what, yeah, that, um, that like brought tears to my eyes. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I mean, but that's yeah. a really powerful statement, and I think that it's important for our listeners or anybody out there that has that book in them that thinks, you know, you can't do it. You know, you can, and this is the process, and this is uh, the result, is that, that that authenticity. Because, like, I remember when I finished my book and I when it was published and people were reading it, I was like, I'm giving all my secrets away. Like I don't, I'm an open book now, literally. And now that I'm an open book, it's such a feeling of, you know, anything like you had some bigger secrets than I, I can share, but you know, yeah. bringing those to is what lets you shine in your authenticity. And I really feel that yeah. from you and from reading the book. So bravo. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You were fearless, babe, like totally fearless. <laughs> Thank you. And I, I imagine that, I imagine, you know, that because you, you talk about your tribe. And so I imagine that they were very helpful to you in writing it. So I want to talk a little bit because I know it's crazy, right? Like, you know, one of our, my dear, dear, dear friends, Carrie Styers, who I know you refer to in the book, um, mm-hmm. it, like we were talking the, just the other day about how crazy Instagram is, right? And just how like, I mean, I consider her one of my dearest, closest friends, and I've never mm-hmm. met her, do you know? So right. yeah. the, the, the whole social media part of this where it creates your tribe and how you, mm-hmm. you know, the people that you connect with, you know, speak a little bit about that and, like, in your writing process and just how that, how that helped you and just having a tribe. Well, I was just, I was just, this just came to my head just now. Like, so if you're like building your social media platform, you should really look at it as building your tribe because if you're trying to build your tribe of people that connect with you, then it's going to be more authentic and you're going to get more authentic followers who are potentially going to support you in whatever it is that you want to do rather than just trying to get anyone to follow you. Like I was very strategic in who I was trying to get to be my platform. And mainly I targeted obviously during virtue angel card readers. 
And that was before I even knew I was going to do social media. Like, I was like, oh, these people are going to connect with me. We're going to jive on the same thing. Um, you know, so that's totally important to target your people who you're going to, that's going to resonate with you and that you're going to resonate with them. So it's like a reciprocal relationship, you know, and then you're going to start to see the abundance come through with your following. I know that wasn't your question and I totally forgot your question. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, Well, thank you for that like little channel tidbit morsel right there. We love that. Um, But you were, you were, you know, it's it's about, I mean, it's, it's along the same lines. It's just about your tribe and just about how, you know, how important having a tribe is. My tribe has been so, like, not my tribe, the, I guess the tribe, um, with, like, helping me with this book. I mean, how many people have posted pictures of this book on Instagram, on their, on their stories, on their news feed, trying to support me and selling it? And I, I did not expect that at all. It's funny because, you know, in the Hey House Writer's Course, when you're, when you're writing your um, book proposal, it says, how are you going to get this book out there? But I would have known all those people were going to retweet it, repost it, put in their Instagram stories. I could have put all their names in there, you know, but it's just been like so beautiful having that tribe of people who have never even met me post about the book, which has been great. Yes, I agree. And, you know, it also helps like, you know, like the people that you mention in the book, like, right, like having them get copies and stuff, Does do you find that that helps as well? Yeah, I mean, the few of the people that I have mentioned in the book, I don't even know if they bought it. <laughs> they haven't let me know that they did, but that's not really what it was about. I mean, those people obviously helped uh, help guide me into my journey of healing, so they, I, they deserve to mention in the book. Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I think, like, a lot of people have posted about the book that weren't in the book. So it, I guess yeah. it's just however people feel, if they want to post it, they post it. It has to be organic, right. you know. Yeah. I love said that it has to be organic because when it's organic, that's when it feels the best, you know, for sure. Yeah. And you, you have a lot of resources that you, you know, a lot of people that you draw inspiration from, Carolyn Mice, Wayne Dyer, you know, Gabrielle, Doreen, some uh-huh. of the same people that we uh, also have learned from. And I think that that's what draws us to the Hay House is that they all have this sort of same sort of light-seeking message that we have. But you also um, mm. you, so you had some EFT tapping, and I wanted to talk just a little bit. P- tapping is such a foreign subject for people. It's kind of like tapping, mm-hmm. what? But, but let's talk a little bit about tapping and what that did for you and what that can do for other people. Yeah, so I... So I heard about the tapping through Gabby. (laughs) I was listening to Miracles Now um, audio, her book, an audio form on the plane on the way to Spiritual Key Masterclass Level 1, and she was doing tapping, and I started just following along with her on the plane. And then um, I didn't really do it again until at Masterclass she was doing tapping with somebody. And then um, when I was on the plane to Maui, writing the book when I was flying in on Wayne Dyer's birthday, which I had no idea it was a birthday until I landed. I actually was channeling him, asking him to help guide me write the chapter on the incest where I talked about the tapping. And basically, you know, when you're tapping on those meridian points, it's just a way to kind of calm, calm your body around the anxiety that you're having around an issue. So it, it just was really helpful to me because um, just the, the tapping part just is such a calming effect when I'm feeling you know, fired up about something or I'm having some fear around something. 
Yeah. And then you also that the the forgiveness part of that came um, with that same trip, right? You had some forgiveness processes, and for, and then you wrote a letter, which I love, mm-hmm. and yeah, and from Gap, you know, an assignment from the May Cause Miracles, which I have that book, and that book really truly got me through some of the most traumatic days of my life. By the way, I love yeah. that book. Yeah, yeah, me too. You get processes in here although you know you you give some processes for people to kind of work these some of these things that you've done out on their own so I really like that as well yeah it's part of because everyone told I'll just say really quickly everyone was telling me you shouldn't have marketed your book as a memoir to Hay House because Hay House doesn't publish memoirs they're like this book is really a guide you give people a lot of steps on how to heal and yeah. what you did to heal, you should have marketed it that way. And I'm like, ah, I marketed it how I marketed it. <laughs> it is what it is. Thank so, you. Yeah, there's right. a lot of steps in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah, has their own that, opinion, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, I think that that sometimes, you know, that's what's kind of special about this memoir is that you do share the processes where it's not like, okay, take your pencil out and do this. But by reading it, you're like, yeah, writing a letter to somebody will allow me to get this out of my system. And when you read your letter and how sort of authentic you are in that letter, then you kind of teach somebody that they also have an opportunity to find forgiveness for someone who's hurt them or to let go of their fears and surrender. So I just kind of wanted to acknowledge that because it isn't just a memoir. It is actually a self-help memoir, which, you know. So uh, circling back to self-publishing, so you said you use Amazon CreateSpace? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I did because cre- Amazon Create Space can be completely free if you know what you're doing. So I didn't pay them anything to publish this book. Like I I paid a spirit junkie sister to design the cover in the back. I formatted everything myself. I hired an editor who edited the book, but apparently there was one review that someone said they found some typos, which is like killing me. But, oh. but uh, yeah. Karen, I have eleven uh, then, typos in my book. Eleven. I have them. I know them, and I just gotta go. But see, yeah. for me, it's not free. Fill it and change it. I have to go in and pay a bunch of money to re-edit. But yeah, no, yeah, I, get I can. It. It, it, I, I can quickly change it myself. Uh, I just have to read it again to find where they were. I wish this person would have told me what pages they were, because then it would have been more helpful to me than leaving the review like that. Right. But, uh, yeah, so then, uh, yeah, so I paid them $79 to put it on Kindle form. So if you really know what you're doing and are pretty tech savvy, you, you don't really have to pay a lot to self-publish a book. So is it only available on Kindle with CreateSpace, or can you get an actual book? You can get an actual book, yeah, it, it's both. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so basically you pay Kindle, I think they get $3.79 a book, that I sell. So everyone, I'm not Kindle, create space, Amazon. They get $3.79 for every book that I sell. I get a certain amount. No, it costs $3.79 to make. Amazon gets a certain amount and then I get a certain amount. Right. And so that's how, that's how they get paid. They just get paid per book that's sold. I really, I have not, I've not known of that process. That just, I'm sitting here going, holy cow. Cause you know, I, and I think for me too, 
when I had to buy my own books, you know, it was like a $2,000 investment just to buy the books to go resell at book signings and, you know, at festivals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it really uh, was a huge financial investment that takes a long time to get any return on. So it's interesting that yeah. you can do it through state space at such a minimal cost. That's awesome. Yeah, like, so when I got my book in Alexandria, a local store around here in Pasadena, and Roman's bookstore, I buy the copies myself, and then, like, Roman's yeah. selling them on consignments, and Alexandria will just carry one book at a time. So I pay $3.79 for each book that I want to try to sell to bookstores. Bookstores can't order it that, for themselves. That's a, lot cheaper. that's a lot cheaper than I pay per book, and... um you know, I, I also have some in several stores on consignment because that's what self-published authors have to do. But the fun thing yeah. about that and what helped me sell a lot of those books is that if your bookstore will put like a little stamp on it saying author signed copy because they can get an, a mm-hmm. signed copy, a lot of people enjoy having a signed copy by the author. It makes it more kind of more authentic. And so that actually I have this little bookstore in San Francisco that has been super successful because he markets it like, like that, you know, self signed yeah, by the author. Yeah. Little... yeah. Fun. That's Carrie, do you hard for me to hear... Go ahead, Cass. No, I just said it's fun for me to hear new new creative ways to bring messages out into the world. I hadn't really checked out Create Space, but I'm my wheels are turning. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just I Carrie, mean I would have you... loved to dumb out Oh, sorry. <laughs> but I would have loved no, to have done Balboa Press, but the cheapest package was, I think, was $1,700 or something. Yeah. Yeah. And Balboa, yeah. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think that it's a fallacy that, you know, people think, oh, I'm going to get rich from writing a book. Like, they just have no idea. Like, they have no idea, like, what what goes except, into becoming. If you, a book, if you sell 100,000 books. And the truth is, or 10,000, because like you're saying, if you're, if you're a self-published author and you pay $3 a book and that book sells for nine and you get your share, whatever it is, uh, you could get rich if enough people buy it. It, Mm -hmm. And the potential is, you know, there's 1 billion users on Facebook. So when you look Mm -hmm. out at the market, 100,000 people is just a little drop in the bucket in the big marketing world. So how do you get noticed yeah. in a busy world? Give us the clue. How do you get noticed in that busy group? Groups on Facebook, you know, the their Instagram, every, you know, you, you have to actually, it is a full-time job to even go through your feeds, let alone be the yeah. person who's supplying information. So how does that happen? How do you get your message in this busy, noisy world? Well, I, I actually stopped going through my news feed a long time ago on Instagram because I follow too many people. I mean, it's so hard yeah. for me to go through that uh, news feed. I just go through the hashtag uh, and, and so I can circle back with my friends and my the tribe that I'm in, like by going through Gabby Bernstein hashtag, Universe Has Your Back hashtag, During Virtue. But I'm kind of catching everybody who um, uh-huh. I, I connect with. I don't even go to the news feed anymore because, you know, for me, like, I think it's really important to follow people back. And so I do follow a lot of people and it's, I just can't keep up with my news feed that way. But I, I just think like, yeah, I mean, everybody kind of is selling a similar message, but what makes it unique is like their individual stamp on it. It's, 
it's it's a hard like it's a balance of pushing sales and inspirational messages. So I I try to just do a mixture of both. Like I'm not shoving the book down people's throat with every post. You know, it's like I mix I'm just an inspirational quote where I'm not trying to sell anything. And now I'm selling three things. I'm selling my social media guidebook. I'm selling the book. And then now I just signed up to sell doTERRA oils with Elena Brower. So like now there's three things that I'm selling and I feel bad. Like, oh, God, I'm pushing all this stuff on people. But I'm trying to do it in a way that's not uh, like used car sells many as she, you know, I just, you know, just like a gentle message, like sometimes if I'm just posting an inspirational quote at the bottom, I'll just say, hey, P.S., you know, you can get my social media guide, blah, 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 you know, and I do it very gently. Now, now yeah. social media says that you should put those little sales tips at the front of your post, like, hey, guys, my social media guidebook is, you know, on sale for this, 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 and then go into your card reading. But to me, I have a hard time doing that because then it just turns people off right away and they don't actually read the card reading message so I kind of put it at the bottom sometimes I'll put mm-hmm. it at the top it just depends but um yeah it's just a, I think it's just a balance and if people uh can really see your authentic self they know that you're you're selling these things because you really believe in them and you know that they're going to help them not because you're trying to make a quick buck off of it um that's kind of my my motto it's funny because like I I'll just totally be authentic right now I put my social media guidebook for ten dollars off this past weekend and I was, like, really bummed. I'm like, wow, not a lot of people are buying it. I'm like, I wonder what's going on. And I really thought about it. I'm like, well, Terry, you haven't grown your social media following a lot in the last year because you've been so focused on b- building other people's social media. Also, um, I didn't really post about it a lot. I, I, made, I made one post about it, put it in a few Instagram stories, and that was all I did. So it was like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe I need to put, put a little bit more um, emphasis behind it before I, you know, do that. So I started to feel a little down on myself um, about it. But then I was like, uh, you know, maybe it was just a bad weekend. Maybe the time that I posted it was the wrong time, you know, that sort of thing. Well, you know what Abraham says? It's really awesome to take action, but you need to be in alignment before you take action. You know, so yeah. I, I know like with me, it's like sometimes I wake up in the morning, it's like, oh, God, all right, let me just post something, you know. And I mean, right. I'll just find something and just like put it up there. But it's more a feeling of obligation rather than just being in alignment and wanting to share, you know, just this fun little, you know, shot of, you know, palm trees in the sunset or whatever. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I, you know yeah. what I mean, though? But I, I like, yeah. and then there's like, I mean, I, I posted something the other day and it was like, I, I didn't think it was that awesome, but like all these people liked it. It was just like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> it's just funny, like how all that, yeah. how it all works. But speaking yeah. of how all that works, why don't you tell everybody, all of our listeners, how we can find you, how we can find your book, how if we're interested in essential oils? Um, and I just yeah, love that. And oil. I, like oh, the oils. I know. I want to yeah. talk about the oils. Like, let's do that. Well, let's the oils. I, I feel kind of funny talking about the oils because I'm like, you know, I just started using them a year ago, and I don't really know everything about them. I was totally honest in my post. I'm like, listen, I don't really know everything about it, but I will find you an answer, you know. But it's yeah. something that has really helped me. So I, uh, Elena Brower, I don't know if you're familiar with her. She's a, an author, uh, 
a well-known yoga teacher, and she's, like, one of the top doTERRA sellers that doTERRA has. And she spoke at Gabby's master class in June when I volunteered. And I was like, wow, like, that's so cool that she has done this and been able to build an empire as a single mom, you know, selling all these oils. So then I was like, huh, interesting. And she made a comment, like, if anyone's interested in selling oils, but they're not sure of the financial commitment, you know, I'm willing to help people out, just send me an email. And I was going to send her an email at that time, but I was like, you know, no, I'm not ready. I said, I need to learn some more about essential oils, that sort of thing. And then the other day I just got this, like, I've been using the oils. I buy them when they're on BOGO, the buy one, get one. And so I've been really enjoying them. So I decided to send her an email, like, in her contact me on her website. And I was like, she's not going to respond. She's too big time. I'll just send it and then whatever. And, like, literally she responded the next day saying, here's what we're going to do. You're going to call me on this day. We're going to talk about it. This is what you're going to do to make it happen, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, whoa, 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 okay, this is, like, serious. I'm, like, in it now. So I talked to her and um, I decided to sign up to sell them. But, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I know that they help people. I don't know what every single one of them does for you. I know which ones I have do for me, but I'm really excited to learn more about them for sure. Um, but as far as your question goes, you can get the book on Amazon. Um, it's on Kindle form and um, paperback. And if you buy the paperback, you can get the Kindle form for two ninety nine instead of nine ninety nine. And then um, the social media stuff, you can just head to my website, com, and then just click the social media tab, and you'll find out how to get the guidebook and that sort of thing. I, I do have a wait list for uh, retainer clients, uh, but I, I'm still doing coaching. And, yeah, that's how you find everything out, com. Cool. So, Tara, when you, say, when you say you have a retainer um, a list for – what was that for? What did you say you had? Oh, I have a wait list for people who just want me to do their social media for them. So I, I do social media uh-huh. for a, a bunch of people where I just do it for them. Like I either create the content, I post for them, or I build their platform. I don't have any more time for that right now. There's a wait list for that. But I am still doing coaching sessions where I can coach people one-on-one on exactly what I did to build my platform. So I actually have a session this afternoon where I'm going to be teaching someone exactly how I built my platform. Oh, I love that. Okay, and you also have an, a blog at www.taraledoux.com, the angel blog. Yes, I haven't. It's been a while since I posted on it because I've been so busy. But I am uh, going to be <laughs> I'm gonna be adding something on there because uh, I'm going to be doing a guest blog for this other uh, spirit junkie sister writing, writing a letter to your, your little girl. So I'll probably put that on there to what I'm going to send to her. Um, but, yeah, I, I need to get busy on that blog. It's just been kind of crazy since the book came out. No, I did the same yeah, thing. Yeah, we are. And I, I, so busy. I know. Yeah, I yeah. think I did the same. But it's like when you're a writer, you're a writer. And so when you're not writing, it, there's a little piece of you missing. Uh, I really appreciate you coming here today and sharing all these super great tips with us. Uh, yeah. Would you guys like to angel cards and give our readers a yeah. little bit of uh, listeners, no readers, give our listeners some uh, yeah. from the angel. And we also need to do our Wayne Dyer Wednesday quote. Okay. So for all of our listeners, anybody who's suffering, anybody who needs some advice, anybody who 
is working on something and they're not sure which direction to take, I want you to just take a minute and close your eyes and sort of just get into that thought process of what's true for you and what message that you need to come across. And then each of us will pull a card and hopefully somehow we'll help each person who has a different vibe going. But the thing about the angels is it's always what you need to hear. So I will go first. Exactly. And I am going to use my fairy tarot card from Doreen Virtue and Radley Valentine. My favorite. And the card that I pulled today is the Ten of Spring. Ask for help from others. All work and no play. Be weighed down by too many responsibilities. And I really take that card to mean today that you don't have to do it all. There is processes where you can come out there and let other people kind of help you, be humble in letting them help you, because people love to help other people. And sometimes when we don't allow other people to help us, we uh, sort of block their joy too because there's so much joy in giving. And for me personally, I'm saying that too many responsibility things, it's really important to look at what's balancing in your life and having some balance in play, having some balance in work, and having some balance in uh, helping people. So that's my message today. Nice. Okay. You can't make this stuff up. So yours was ask people for help. My card from the Mermaids and Dolphins, which is my favorite deck, I pulled the yeah. card Consult an Expert. So it seems like there's a theme here, maybe, of, you know, talking to people. And, and so the, the little message here says, um, more information is needed. Contact someone with expertise in this area. So I just think that that's so cool that you had to ask somebody for help. I have the uh-huh. consultant expert. I think that's really cool. And we have experts, show. And we do. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right, Ms. Tara. All right, so I, I use Gabby's The Universe Has Your Back deck, and the card that I pulled is I'm unapologetic about what I desire and trust that what I focus on will grow. So this this is actually so key for me. It's just like just going for what you want and um, not not worrying about what other people think, like especially with the book. Like I wasn't worried about – I just wrote from the highest truth of compassion, not thinking about how it may hurt others, but more for my own healing journey because this, this book was about me. So being unapologetic about what you desire and then trust that if you really focus on it, it's going to happen, it's going to manifest. And, yeah, I love this card. Yeah, cool. I, uh, that's the only way to write a book. Okay, well, Wayne Dyer Wednesday, Carrie. Uh, you know what? Can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> We're so prepared this morning. Because you know, I love I, I love and trust Do you have one, Tara? Well, I am going to. I used to have no, one. No, I got one. I got oh, one. Okay. And then we can all because there's never enough Wayne in our lives. Ever. You are what you choose to be today, not what you've chosen to be before. Awesome. The one that I actually, I have in my phone every night, I mean, every day it alerts me, treat yourself as if you already are what you'd like to become, Wayne Dyer. Mmm. Wayne. Thank you, Wayne. I love that. I know. 
my computer screen right now because I just pulled up a quote, and I'm like, he's all over this my screen right now. It's lovely. <laughs> I know he's inspired yeah. all of all separately. Uh, I've had the pleasure to see him in person. Carrie, you've had this pleasure of seeing him in person. Yep. And yeah. Tara, have you seen I him? Have- I haven't seen him in person, but I see him in my mind all the time. Yeah. He's a force. It's still a force. So, okay, everyone. Well, thank you so much, Tara, for coming on the show today. We love your message, and I love your inspiration for me personally because often I get very tied up with the whole social media process, and you kind of give me new life every time I talk to you. So I really appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you, darling. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Bye. All right.